Uh, hello, everybody out there in the land of Cyberwire. Boy, to tell you, I want to talk about the character I created. The original, his name is Firecracker Dan. Oh, he's got a lot of next to can. He's got Firecracker Nan. He's got the Independence Day Firecracker, the red, white, and blue. Opened up two fireworks shows this year. Oh, we got Halloween. Guess what? It'll be here soon. So we got uh, Halloween Cat. Has eyes green as red. We have uh, we have a Christmas, or not a Christmas tree, but we got a Halloween firecracker down tree. Oh, he's lit up in all kinds of pretty bulbs. We got a Christmas tree firecracker Dan, and the little dog's name is Ornament, and the cat's name is Mistletoe. We've got the Fuses firecracker, which is in the, the book, Firecracker Dan's Halloween Stories, and so is Firecracker Girl, which wears a little red bow. Oh, it's getting close to Christmas now. Thanksgiving turkey's on the way. We're going to have a turkey firecracker, Dan. He's just going to be pretty as a deer out in the field. And we got, uh, looks like I got snowman firecracker, Dan. It's not frosty, but it's snowman firecracker, Dan. And guess what? Even though he's made of snow, he will not melt away. Oh, you remember that old candy stick grandma and grandpa and all the little youngins used to eat around the Christmas fire at one at time during Christmas Day? Oh, we got him. He's called Candy Stick Firecracker Dan. He's red and white. Well, we got a brand new one just come off the market yesterday. He come off just as fast as he could get off the assembly line. His name is Santa Claus Firecracker Dan. Oh, he's red all right. He's got a black belt and got a golden buckle. But yeah, I've got to find out a little more about him. I don't know a whole lot about him, but I, I can figure him out. He thinks I can't, but he he better think again. Now, there was a big basketball star come to me the other day. Said he played basketball at Austin P. Oh, he stood seven foot six. He didn't even have to jump the dunk one. He could just reach up and just throw it in. But he said, uh, he said you created Firecracker Dan. He said, I need another creation. I said, what's that? He said a basketball, a basketball character. Well, I got to thinking about it. I said, I don't know whether I can make a character or not. I dreamed about it for 24 hours. So here I jumped myself out of bed about 2 in the morning. I said, sir, I've got it. I know what I'm going to do. It's going to be Basketball Sam. And it's also going to be Basketball Sammy Joe. I said, each basketball... Each pair will suit up in a different color uniform. And that uniform will represent the team that uh, that school's colors represent. But guess what? It don't matter. If these other schools got the same color uniform, Basketball Sam or Basketball Sammy Joe will be on all those same color of the courts at the same time. So what do you think about that? I mean, you'd love to, love to get uh, Basketball Sam with you and Basketball Sammy Joe. And when you put them beautiful colors of those schools that they represent, them the most beautiful basketballs of all. Oh, we've already got the green and yellow. 
We got the blue and gold. We got the purple and white. We got the red, white, and black. We got the purple and orange. We got the... Look like we got the blue and white. And we got the orange and white for the second time. That's the one for Sammy Joe. So, Firecracker Dan. You know, he was actually with us before I ever created him. Because I found him with a little child growing up many, many, many moons ago. And, um... Firecracker Dan is here today. He's the one who won the Revolutionary War with us. He had, he's the one who had the long gun. And he fought the British. He fought the Redcoats. And he fought them till they went to the sea. Oh, he was like a bumblebee. But you know what? I remember a time old Firecracker Dan. He wasn't in a band. But he could dance the dance of a thousand soldiers in a marching band. And boy, could he sing. He sung the bumblebee so good that the bumblebee flew away. Oh, it went to Mars to, no, to where no man ever went to the red clay. Oh, the waters was deep up there when they got up there. Didn't know where the sinker swim. But it was Dan who followed the little bumblebee. It was him who flew away with him. Oh, he got up there. He said, I think that little bumblebee's going to die away. Oh, I'm going to bring him home, for he never did sting me. Oh, many people, he'd throw the stinger in them, and boy, how that would hurt. <laughs> he stung them to where nobody could grow a tomato in the dirt. Oh, he had his shovel. He rode it through the air. He's, he's been chasing uh, Snow White and the 13 dwarfs. He's, he's been running them down. He said, there goes Wheelbarrow. There goes... Uh, pothole here goes all these other drawers and there was snow white leading the way through the magical forest but who was behind her it was the one that looked in the mirror to see how pretty he was it was firecracker dan <laughs> snow white said oh firecracker where you been hell she said i've been looking for you my pretty lady oh look for her he did and he found her he didn't have a poison apple. It was the witch that gave her that apple. But he said, I've got you a watermelon. Boy, how she loved watermelon. She put the salt on it and she could eat the whole thing all at once. And then once she ate the watermelon, she wasn't Snow White no more. She turned into the ugliest raven that you've ever seen. It was a Saint Crow. He was black as night. He had 17 little birdies who, who pulled his mew and plowed his ground. I don't know what I'm talking about, but if, if I don't know, you can ask Firecracker Dan. Now, he's got the answer for everything. Even though he has a mouth and no ears, he can speak and hear. You ask him something, he'll tell you all about it, because he's already studied it. He doesn't have a read a book. He's got a barcode. That barcode, once he flickers his little barcode, all the words go into his eyes. Because his eyes is wired to a computer screen. You can't see it. He don't want you to see it. But it's in the back of his little brain. And Firecracker Dan doesn't have a brain. So how in the world is it in the back of his little brain? Oh, I remember one day uh, I said, Firecracker Dan, what about that train? What about that train ride? You, the tracks goes up the steepest mountain. It's Halloween, I say. 
but it has a wreck before it gets you to Death Valley. The train didn't make it there. Oh, they was a bad wreck. They always are when you take Firecracker Dan's train. But guess what? I made it there. I made it to Death Valley. Because I died during that wreck. Oh, I got out there. I said, uh, I've seen these ghosts out there in the Death Valley town. I couldn't believe it. They're still walking around. Was it the living dead? I said, hey, ghost buddies, how you doing over there, ghost buddies and busters and all that crowd? Oh, they said, we don't like you, sir. I said, what's wrong with you? Didn't you take the same train I took just a few hours ago? No, we took that other train that went in the flatlands that had the same wreck. I said, well, there wasn't no flatlands when I was coming over the mountain. It was all highlands with track. And the little train, the little conductor that was on that little old train, conducting that engine. He said, you're going to die before we get to the top of this mountain. I didn't believe him. Guess what? It come true. I died. Oh, I'm dead as Marley's ghost in the Christmas Carol of Abadizer Scrooge. Boy, was I dead. Oh, I was dead as a doorknob. Some of them called me a door broom. But I don't know why they did it. But I'm no door broom. I'm tied as a squeezer. They call me... They call me coal bucket a lot of times. Boy, I don't spend a lot of coal and don't burn a lot of gold. But yeah, they call me old Mr. Scrooge, but my name is actually the miser, the tight as a drum, Firecracker Dan. Boy, I'll tell you what I need to do. I need to go over here and read a poem to you because I've been talking to you quite a bit now. So I'm going to read you one out of the Firecracker Dan's Halloween stories. It's a poetry book that uh, I have uh, printed and written and all the sort. But the first poem I'm going to read you is called Shipwreck. I said, we all have a faint recollection of some hobgoblin tales of ghosts that had been seen at what was a shipwreck of many years past. During the midnight hour and beyond, while still dark, ghosts with bare skulls and blue lights in their head sockets instead of eyes. I will never say a word about whom I saw down at the shipwreck in the ghostly weather that Halloween night. I just want you to think about those words and just see if you know what they're actually saying. And You might want to say some of those words to me and tell me what I'm saying because a lot of people don't know. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to read you another one. It's called John Hammer and his gray mule. Yeah, old John Hammer had a little gray mule. Her back was humpy, her bones were bare. John Hammer was riding Goldie up Rattlesnake Mountain. His gray mule began to kick and dance. Oh, his little gray mule fell down, made her wheel. The bridle and the saddle were laid in the barn on the shelf. If you want to hear more of this poem, sing the rest of it for yourself. Boy, what do you think about that? Can you interpret that, John Hammer and his little gray mule? Boy, here's a good one. This is a long one, but this is one of the truest poems I've ever written. It's, it's fact. Or is it fiction? It's called The Ghost Dressed in White. Within the library, known as Camden Carroll, some people tell us they have seen and heard the ghost. The special artist that I have known 
All of this was through the midnight hour, said most of the people who've seen the ghost, or even heard the ghost of Camden Carroll, are no longer here. They're somewhere else. Burton Yen can tell you to be aware during the midnight hour. All he'd seen and heard the work performed by the ghost of Camden Carroll. If you are in disbelief, ask him. Find out his story for yourself. For me, it's hard to tell, but it all started on an October 31, just two days before the birthday of the artist that we knew. It wasn't many years ago, but she was there. Was she now? The place that we still call Candom Carroll. I recall that the turkey drawing contest began that day. A beautiful young girl. Keep in mind, a ghost can appear with the appearance of being young or old. She was dressed in the purest of white. Was she now? She floated past Luana's office. It's LRC office today. Directly to the turkey drawing station from the stack she picked her card to which she was getting prepared to draw her turkey on. From her purplish, pinkish, pierced, snow-white artist bag, she took out eight sharpened pink pencils attached with beautiful purple erasers. I was working tirelessly at my desk. We sat in the center of the floor within the LRC. I was sitting only a short distance from the turkey drawing station. Keep in mind that she just floated directly to the turkey drawing station. Her words were somewhat like those of the other artists. Silence, for she spoke none. The timing was extremely close to timeless. In less than two minutes, she pencil-drawed her chosen, on her chosen little white card, a perfect turkey drawing. It wasn't really for me to believe what this artist had drawn that Halloween day, it being the midnight hour. Oh, it happened in LRC, within the building that we still call Candom Carroll. There is only, and I repeat, there is only one artist that I know who could have drawn a turkey drawing as perfect as hers. If you don't believe what I say to you about the only living artist as her drawing so perfect, take a look at the 3D spider that she had drawn three years ago. I've watched that same spider drawing walk off and back on to the little white piece of paper from which it was drawn by the artist herself. It is not for her eyes to see, only mine. There's no artist out there anywhere in this world that does art paintings as great as she. It is difficult for me to come to the fact of reality, said that there are two artists of perfection, perfect perfection for which I've never seen. As I said earlier, she drew this perfect penciled turkey drawing within two minutes. She put it into the basket that was on the turkey drawing table. I couldn't keep from it, but I watched her leave. When she exited the Camden Carroll LRC, she floated through the air and went through the handicapped door without it opening at all. She is gone now. I walked to the turkey drawing station. 
took the ghostly spirit's turkey drawing from the basket. My eyes become the size of silver moons. Oh, it was hard for me to believe, so I increased the size of her pencil turkey drawing. I am not an artist, as some people would tell, but my eyes were perfect then, and so was hers. We both could see that her turkey drawing had no mistakes at all. Just like the artist that I know, the question entered my computic mind. Could any great artist living within my world, or not living within my world, draw a penciled perfect turkey drawing? Within two minutes, as I had said before, I know only one and no more. Will I ever let you in on it? and tell you of the one that could or is equal, an equal artist to that of the young ghost girl, the artist dressed in the purest of white. There's, no, there's not a color of white in this world that could even come close to the color of the purest white worn by the young ghost girl. Some, some folks believe that she lives in the Canon Carroll LRC. Even though this ghostly artist left the building, using not the opening of the handicapped door within the RC. A few years has passed forward four times now, or from day to day, to other Halloween's 31's. Within all of our turkey-drawing years, the LRC had never had an artist to draw a turkey within two minutes with the perfection of hers. Who drew this perfect turkey? It is not the knowing that you know. Remember that that can be imagined, can become reality. Can it now? A human mind is somewhat of that of the young ghost dressed in the pierce of white, drawing her Halloween 31 art, the turkey for the newly starting event for the coming of Thanksgiving. We all know, or do we now? Some minds travel more distance than others. Said so during a minute, during a day, during a month, during a year, or during a lifetime. Let your mind do the thinking and the answering for the following question. Is this writing fact, or is this writing fiction? There are many times that humans cannot distinguish between one or the other. You may say fact, but what if you're incorrect? You may say fiction, but what if you're incorrect for the second time? I'm telling you that it's hard to say why for how you believe that it is one or the other. The writer is going to leave you the reader in both worlds. I'm going to leave you in fact and fiction because I don't think that you know where you are at. Myself, I know what world I'm in because I know both of the artists as just being one. Unless you can take your mind through the destiny of time, you will never know either one of them. All you will have any knowledge of is what I have told you and what I know. It is not for anyone else but the art, artist and me to see our ghost any time we want, including the midnight hour. Oh, boys, I've got a Dan here. I mean, I, I've got a... I've got a Dan here, a big Dan. We call him Big Firecracker Dan. You know, I actually say a lot of times, you know, I've watched the Twilight Zone quite a bit, the old black and white Twilight Zone. And to me, Dan is in the Twilight Zone. 
he seems like he's in a big old box and he can't even cut cut a hole through the cardboard. And I don't know what's going on with such a Dan. But you know, just as I've told everybody in this world, that's just a story about my big old firecracker Dan. Uh, he can dance the dance of a thousand soldiers dancing in a marching band. And come in and get your picture of Big Dan. He stands five foot three, and he's had over, I, I guess, over seven, eight hundred pictures taken with him. And he just stands in here, and he he travels all over the world, but yet he just don't. His feet don't seem to move. But he's been to Australia. He's been to Ireland. He's been to China. He's been to South Korea. He's been just this side of Phoenix, Arizona. He's been to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's where he done some independent stuff on the Facebook. He's walking right past Independence Hall, and he's talking a little bit about where he was there when he signed the Constitution, along with John Hancock and his other boys. And um, he's there when Ben Franklin walked outside the building back in the day. But, boy, he was talking about it, and suddenly he got to the end of the Pennsylvania Turnpike. And when he got there, he blew up. And he looked like graffiti coming to the ground. But guess what? When he, when he was coming to the ground, he wasn't Humpty Dumpty. He was Firecracker Dan. But when he was coming to the ground, them little slitted pieces of uh, chalk or whatever he's made out of, uh, concrete or whatever, he rebuilt himself back again. He's like Stephen King's Christine. You can't kill Firecracker Dan. You can't blow him up. Even though you scared him all over the ground, he's going to build himself back again. Oh, he can, uh, you've never seen a dance until you come in here and get your picture with him. He dances while he has his picture taken. Oh, I've seen him go to the square dance a couple of girls the other evening. He he danced, uh, oh, he danced a dance that nobody's seen before. But you know what? What did I really say? Did you ever read the poem? It says, Firecracker Dan can dance the dance of a thousand soldiers in a marching band. What that word can means a whole lot. He can do a lot of things, but has he ever actually done the dance? Just because you can do a dance, that don't mean you ever done one. In other words, oh, I'd say he's done the dance all right. He's blowed the horn, the trumpet, the flute, and he played the drums, he played electric guitar, and he actually sung with our friend, little Ralph Stanley, the other day. I seen him down there, and, and Firecracker Dan said, well... I don't have a voice, but I can sing. So he just stands there. He looks like a big old checkerboard and looks like he can play Monopoly on his nose, which he don't have one. But he's the one that created the Monopoly game years ago, way back during the days of the dinosaurs. Because dinosaurs love to play Monopoly too. Oh, they would play. I've seen a dinosaur big as Empire State Building once because Dan would put a saddle on him. And Dan was bigger back in the day, too. He looks like a little lizard today, just 5'3". But he was tall as a dinosaur back in the day. And we used to call him Dinosaur Dan. But we had to change his name because he shrunk him down to a lizard. So here he is today, and his checkerboard is black and white, which I still say it's in the time frame. He's in the twilight zone. I don't know whether he'll ever get out or not, but I've watched the shows black and white, and everybody just remains there. But boy, I'll tell you, once he kicks his water pipes together, he's ready to he's ready to dance, and he can dance himself right out of bad weather. 
So anybody out there that's close to the Moorhead State University, if you want to come into LRC office and get your picture, take a firecracker down, just make your way in here. Come, come here, old buddy. Uh, you want to say a few words about Firecracker Dan? You're on the you're on the World Network, so you got to talk. What can you tell me about Firecracker Dan? I know you're just passing through. What part of the world are you from? I am from Lexington, Kentucky. In Firecracker Dan, he's from Eastern Kentucky, out in the woods. He was here even before the Native Americans. So, what makes you think that Firecracker Dan is the man? I don't have any reason for it. I only know he's the man. You know he's the man, no reason at all. Uh, how long have you known Firecracker Dan? About a month or two at this point. And how old is he? Older than anybody else, but younger than anybody else at the same time. And he's been with people that really, like Daniel Boone, he's the one who helped explore the state of Kentucky and, and kind of charter it, didn't he? Yes, he did. And uh, what color is he and what them little squares mean to you? Uh, his colors are black and white. And I think he just likes the checker pattern. And does he have uh, pictures taken with folks? And about how many does he have, you say? He got a bunch. A bunch. A lot. They come from all over the world, don't they? They've been flying charter planes out of the Middle East just to get here to get their picture of Firecracker Dan. Oh, yeah. They've come from China, Japan. They come from all over the world. I had a girl in here a minute ago said she was from... Uh, I think it's the Philippines, she said. You got her picture with him. What do you think about that? Oh, that's cool. Pretty cool, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's great. Now, what's your name for the record, and what world are you from? What world am I from? Yeah. Uh, I'm Alex Back, and I am from the world of Earth. World of Earth, and what city on Earth? Lexington, Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky. Well, you're a good man, and Dan brags on you. You going to say bye to Firecracker Dan? Bye, Dan. What could you say about Firecracker Dan? Huh? That fella right there. I like him. You don't know what you like yeah. about him. Huh? He's spotty. I like spotty things. He's spotty? <laughs> and what kind of spots does he have? Huh? Well, they're not really spots. They're squares. They're squares. What color are they? Mm-hmm. On this one. On that one? Yeah, the big down they're there. They're black. How tall is he? <coughs> Almost taller than me. Now, does he have a picture taken with you as well? Yes, he has multiple pictures. Now, can I ask you where you're, where you're from? I'm from Lexington, Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky. That's a miracle. Two people walked in here, didn't even know each other, both of them from Lexington, Kentucky and Fayette County. Mm-hmm. So, can you say goodbye to your friend, Firecracker Dan? Goodbye, Firecracker Dan. Oh, that's great. I, this is uh, on the big screen. Hey, Bretonian Burton here with Cavaletto Press. Uh, if you would like to uh, publish a book, get a hold of us. Just like Firecracker Dan, that's where he came from. So, uh, Cavaletto Press at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you guys. Bye.